Welcome. <clears throat> ah, welcome, everybody. Uh, it's my, uh, you get my Hillary cough uh, going there. <clears throat> welcome. It's Rob Zagari, Rob Zagari Show. We are live. Yes, we are live. Another, another exciting broadcast on the 10th of October. Yes, the 10th of it's the 10th, isn't it, or is it the 11th? I don't know what the hell day it is. I think it's the 10th. Maybe, I, you know what, all with, the, with all the politics and everything that's going on, um, I lose track of the days. Anyways, we are live. It's Rob Zakari, Rob Zakari Show. It is, uh, it's actually a little past 7 uh, p.m. on West Coast time, which means it's... Uh, Given my Trump, uh, my Trump breath there, ten o'clock on the East Coast, and it's tenth. Thank you. It's the tenth. Uh, I was told it's the tenth. All right. Listen, before we get to the debate, what, we have so much to get to. I got things of that nature. Uh, before we get to the Hillary Clinton hammering, yes, Hillary Clinton got hammered last night. I know you wouldn't know it by watching CNN and NBC and ABC and MSNBC. But she got hammered last night. I mean, she got hammered. She got hammered. Listen, if you're an honest person, now I'm not, not that Alex Jones isn't necessarily, um, Honest or not honest, I think sometimes Jones is a little kooky. But, 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 if you're an honest conservative talker, you will say when our side messes up. You will say when our side messes up. I was the first to come on this broadcast and say uh, Trump beat Hillary in the first debate for about a half hour, about a half hour, 45 minutes. And when Lester Holt brought up birtherism, Trump imploded. I mean, it was like birtherism, stop and frisk, um, housing discrimination, Alicia Machado. I mean, it, it was a disaster. I said it. I said it. I said I was honest. I said it. And if you're an honest person, there's no way you can say Hillary last night. She got just pummeled. She, I mean, she got pummeled. Absolutely pummeled. But... We're not dealing with honest people. We're, we're dealing with the media. They're not honest. I've been saying that for years and years and years, and finally, finally, you have a lot of people kind of waking up going, hey, you know, we're, we're never going to win anything if we don't control the media. Duh. I actually seen one conservative writer bring up the point that I've been making. For the last year and a half. And that being CNN is in airports. They're in doctor's office. 
They are everywhere that's mainstream. Everywhere that's mainstream. Because for many years, CNN was always the middle. They didn't have the tappers. Uh, They didn't have the Anderson Coopers. They didn't have the Don Lemons. They didn't have the Chris Cuomo's. You had the Bernie Shaw's. And you had a, a, a code back then where even if you were liberal, to wear it on your sleeve was a no-no. Ask Dan Rather. He got his ass canned for that whole Bush thing. Regardless if it was true, regardless if it wasn't true, people went, hey, Dan, you, you, you can't wear the politics on your sleeve like that. You go from being a legitimate newsman to an activist. Well, that's all gone now. That's all gone now. They're all activists. Every single one of them are activists. So finally, people are kind of catching on, at least on my side, going, we're never going (laughs) to... We're never going to win anything if we don't control the media. So we'll get to that in a minute. I, I just want to once again, and I only want to address this uh, because I've been getting emailed like crazy from uh, our people about this whole pussy grabbing incident or talk of pussy Grabbing. Now, it broke Friday afternoon. We discussed it Friday night. That's the cool thing about having a night show. You get all the crap that floats to the top of the toilet. So you could kind of skim it off and talk about it at night. So we discussed it Friday night. We went into a whole long thing. And we made a story about it. And if you go to the com, you could read the story. You can also read my story about Obamacare and how it uh, really effed me over good. But I just want to touch on this um, pussy-grabbing thing because I thought it would somewhat be over or at least the whole – Sexual assault, sexual assault, sexual assault. Sexual, Donald Trump's moaning, sexual assault, sexual assault. And this conversation is a little more nuanced. Just a little more nuanced. And I know if you despise Trump and you're on the left, there is nothing nuanced. Absolutely nothing. But if you're in the middle, as I would call the mushy middle and the right, there is nuance. Now, if you're a never-Trumper on the right, you're part of the establishment, there's definitely no nuance. Because it doesn't matter what Trump says or what Trump does, you don't like him because he's not one of you. He didn't go to Princeton. He didn't go to Harvard. He didn't do the things that you're supposed to do to be part of 
the Washington Mean Girl Club. He, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He was the guy from New York that talked vulgar, gave everybody money, had great parties. He did their dirty work. Remember, the whole birther stuff was Trump doing the dirty work for the Republicans because the Republicans have always been gutless, spineless turds. Remember we talked about the whole McCain? I think I think President Obama, I think he's an Arab. No, ma'am. He's not an Arab, ma'am. He's not. He's a good family man. Yeah, where did they get McCain? He was called a, a, an idiot, grandpa. Uh, how could he pick their villain? He's a loser. But he's sick. He's dying. got cancer. He's got uh, melanoma. You name it, McCain thought he put him on this pedestal of, of being just a, a great guy. Yeah, you know when they did it? At the Trump rally when the uh, dude said, we got a problem with Muslims. And Trump went, oh man, we need this question now. And the media all went to the McCain tapes. Look at John McCain. This is how you handle. This is a real American. This is a real president. You know, okay, you guys weren't saying that when you were calling him the uh, the grumpy, senile old man telling people to get off the front. Get off my front lawn. Yeah, okay. So Trump done the dirty work of the Republicans. They've loved him. He was the one that brought up the birthers up that Hillary Clinton pushed out there. All the liberals can, can parse the whole birther thing, but at the end of the day, they're the ones that sent Obama in the African Muslim, whatever the hell garb that was. Why did they do that? Why did Hillary Clinton go on 60 Minutes and go, well, is, is Barb? No. As far as I know, he's a Christian. He's not Muslim. So Trump will never get the support of the established Republicans. Never. Absolutely never. Never, 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 never. But if you're not part of that crowd and you're on the right and part of the mushy middle, the context of grab them by the pussy is very important. It's very nuanced. And I will explain this real quick. Donald Trump was not talking about just a random guy walking up and grabbing girls by their pussies. What Donald Trump was talking about were people like Wilt Chamberlain, people like Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, Justin Bieber. You name the celebrity. You name the celebrity. And that's who Donald Trump was talking about. The phrase, they let you do it. Pinning them down with, with, with your strength and tying them up 
they let you do it because the term star effer. Okay? You know the term star effer? In the notion that this doesn't exist, and the Jake, I'm sorry, Hack Tappers, and Anderson Coopers, and the Never Trumpers don't understand. I mean, I guess some of the Never Trumpers will never understand it because they are who they are. They're Eric Erickson. They're Ben Shapiro. Nobody's going to throw themselves at them. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Anderson Cooper understands this. I guarantee you. Now, of course, Anderson Cooper is going to act all self-righteous. And I, I don't who talks like that. But Anderson Cooper knows exactly what Trump meant. Anderson Cooper can go to any club. In West Hollywood, walk in the door, and he would have about thirty-five twinks going. You you could you can poop on us, you could pee on us, you you could put whatever you want in our record, whatever you want to do. He could just pick and go. Mm, you, I'm gonna grab you by your rectum. And then I'm going to have you lick my feet. Okay, Anderson. Yes. That's the context of when you're a star. They let you do it. You can do anything. (laughs) Anything? Yeah. Grab him by the pussy. That's the context. Not, hi, um... My name is Donald Trump. Uh, You're going to be working uh, for the Trump Organization. Uh, Part of your job uh, of being a secretary is letting me grab you by the pussy. What Trump was referencing in front of six, seven, eight people. When I've heard people like Dana LaDouche go, you know, the hardest thing for me to, to, to really get my brain around is all the other times, you know, Trump's talking Howard Stern, so it's like a performance. But this time, you know, he's on a bus, and he's mic'd up, and he's well, presumably with camera. Yeah, he's still doing a performance, stupid. He's still doing a performance. He's still the Trump character. He's still brash, egotistical, chauvinist billionaire. Doesn't matter if he's talking to Howard Stern or he's mic'd up on a Hollywood access bus holding court with seven, eight, nine people. It's still the character. It's still the character. It's still the character. So when you hear Anderson Cooper or even Hack Tapper, I'd love to know when. At at, at what point in, in the world of being a man 
did Hack Tapper become the authority on knowing what men talk about in locker rooms? When did Hack Tapper become this authority? Because I've watched him now 10 different times. 10 different times go, I can tell you, I've been in locker rooms and I've been around men and no one, and I mean no man, talks like this. Again, it's like a whole bunch of booger-eating Comic-Con losers who've never lived outside of their mom and dad's basement or some half-assed college dorm where their degree in journalism was going to be their passport to being cool because now they would go on a list. They would go on a list of reporters and journalists that would be favorable to Hillary Clinton. So now the Hillary Clinton campaign is going to say, hey, what can we do for you? You want to do something for me? Oh, my God, everything that I ever wanted is paying off. Well, F you, all you jocks. F you, all you you mean bullies that used to stuff me in my my gym locker room and make fun of me because I didn't have hair on my legs. F you. I'm... I'm Jake Tapper. I'm a somebody. We get it. And I guess if you've lived that life, you've never been around anybody who has said rude, crass, dirty things. I guess you've never been around anybody that has been like this. And what's funny is if any of these people have been in Washington for any amount of time, they have. When Hack Tapper says, I know men, and no men talk like this in a locker room. Well, if Hack Tapper has been in Washington, now remember, He used to be a lowly reporter for Nightline when Ted Koppel was there, interviewing people like me, okay? But he still had to be on the fringe of Washington. If he was on the fringe of Washington, which, let's see, when Obama was elected in 08, I would say he was in Washington. And if he was ever around Ted Kennedy, he was around people. Men that talked like Trump. Yes. If he was ever around Chris Dodd, he was around men that talked like Trump. If he was ever around John Warner, he was around men that talked like Trump. So when Hack Tapper says, no men talk like this. I don't know any man. No. Really? Really? 
And when I hear people like Chris Matthews go, wow, you're really digging into uh, some, some really old stuff when you bring up Ted Kennedy. What do you mean old stuff? He was the liberal lion. He was one of the most influential and important Democrat senators of all time. Many credit him with getting Barack Hussein Obama elected because he got behind Obama, which signaled other establishment Democrats to get behind Obama and not Hillary. Wasn't that long ago? Not long ago. It's just, it's just amazing. It's amazing. And all of us on the right are continue to do this over and over and over and over. We'll never ever learn because we will not control the media. We will bitch and moan about it like we're doing, but we won't do anything about it. We will bitch and moan about Lester Holt, but we'll continue to approve people like him, Anderson Cooper, Martha Rezinski, whatever her eponym is, to be debate moderators. And we're always going to keep going, but this time it's going to be different. This time it's going to be different. They're going to be fair. Not George Stephanopoulos is never ever going to be fair. He worked in the Clinton White House of the Clinton Global Foundation Initiative, whatever the hell you want to call it, the Clinton crime family, and now he runs ABC News. So why would a Republican in the right mind think George Stephanopoulos? is going to be fair and objective. Part of those WikiLeaks drops, part of those WikiLeaks drops shows that the Clinton camp gave him talking points to use when he interviewed Peter Schweitzer about the Clinton cash. I mean, if Republicans, again, pre this election cycle, all of these things we've talked about were always just conspiracies. Ah, uh, you Republicans, you're just you're just believing in crazy conspiracy stuff. Democrats don't control the media. Media? The, what are you kidding me? And and if if they are Democrats, they're not biased. Do you have any proof? Uh, well, we think the court, well, that's uh, there, end of story. And then, of course, the establishment Republicans all, oh, come because remember, people like McCain, Lindsey Graham, they don't want to rock the boat. Why would you rock the boat? Why would you rock the boat? Why would you, think about it. If you're making 200000 a year, uh, you go on these little campaign trips. You go. You get to go to Israel for free. You get to do things like that for free. You raise money for your campaign. You use that money for meals. You think when they're in Washington, 
You think when they're in Washington, their meals and things of that nature come out of their pockets? Of course it doesn't. It comes out of their campaigns because they're doing government business. They're doing political business. So if you have the cushiest cush job in the world, which is making quarter mil, 200000 being a senator, why are you going to rock the boat? You're going to rock the boat. If you're John McCain, you're not going to rock the boat. Why would you rock the boat? You're not going to rock the boat. Any, any, anybody on the right that says, oh, the media's uh, biased, John McCain, oh, come on. You, you're just being crazy. You're just being a crazy tea party. Just, they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to rock the boat. Absolutely don't want to rock the boat. So this sexual assault, it's not sexual assault. I mean, A, he didn't do it. He's talking about when you're rich, you can do whatever. When you're a celebrity, you're rich. When you have that status, you can do whatever you want. It's not being entitled. Yeah, I've heard people say that. Oh, he's just, he's being, like he's entitled. Listen, stop. It's called being a celebrity. That's what it's called. Okay? That's what it's called. It's called being a celebrity. Doesn't matter if you're a musician. Doesn't matter if you're uh, a sports athlete. Doesn't it? Doesn't matter if you're a Hollywood movie star. It's called being a celebrity, and being a celebrity. What comes with that are people that are star effers. They're star efforts. And in turn, you can do the most vile, the most disgusting, the most heinous, heinous things to women and men. And, and, and don't think this is exclusive to just guys. Don't think this is just exclusive to guys. Talking about Madonna. Remember Truth or Dare? I mean, remember her, her concert film? It's called being a star effer. And that's what Trump was saying to basically becoming Billy Bush. Even now, who the hell's Billy Bush? So who the hell's Billy Bush? They're grooming him to be uh, the, the NBC morning guy. Okay. But Billy Bush has never gotten more mainstream attention than he is now. And remember, we talked about this event. Yeah, Billy Bush has been pulled from TV, but after the election, Billy Bush will be back. 
NBC had this tape. They've had this tape. They've all known about this tape. It's like you're hearing, oh, on The Apprentice, uh, Trump did this, and he said far worse than he did. Really? R- really? Okay. What does that say about NBC? What does that say about anybody that says Trump said far worse? What does that say about those people who still continue to be associated with them or continue to associate with President, all those people were starving them. They were all starving them. They were saying, How far can we take down? They were all starving them. So when Trump is telling Billy Bush, he's mic'd, there's an audience. Hey, man, you. When you're when you're a celebrity, you can do anything you want. Anything she, you can grab him by the pussy, just like Jay Z can get off a tour bus and point to any girl and guy that he wants and say, "I want to take a dump right in your face," and they'll go, "Okay." Anderson Cooper can walk into any club and go, I want to dump on your twink's face. I want to right on your face. Just take a big dump. Jennifer Lopez, Britney Spears, Beyonce. Even that fat little bastard Lena Dunham. Even her. Even her. She could walk into any hipster douchebag club and go, Oh, hi. Uh, I'd like to, um, well, I would like to take a dump on one of your chests. And there'll be a whole bunch of hipster douchebags lined up. Oh, please. 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 You You could dump on me. You could dump on me. Yeah, yeah. So that's what Trump was referencing. No sexual assault. Stupids. Stupid, stupid people. Trying to create this controversy. And like I've said before, the the real comedy of it all is that half the stuff they're using from Howard Stern. And pre this election, Howard Stern was, according to the left, the biggest misogynist, the biggest uh, sexist, making girls massage him in the studio. Telling girls that if his wife died, he 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 would he would get with them. Are you kidding me? And this is this is who the left uses to attack Trump. This is who the left uses to. So there's my conversation. Okay. There's my conversation. There's my conversation. 
about once again, once again, the grab him by the pussy bit. And I had to do it again. Because I've had so many emails. Break it. Break it down. So there. There, I broke it down. All right. It's the Rob Zakari Show. Let's take a quick timeout. Let's listen to a little bake class for like one second. Just one second. Okay? One second. One second. And then we'll be right back with the debate. Yes. The debate that the left is pretending didn't happen last night. They're pretending it didn't happen. So we'll be right back. And uh, I'm not going to play uh, the entire Baked Alaska song. Just one minute. We'll be right back. Yeah. Build a wallet, she's got ten feet higher. Build a wallet, she's got ten feet strong. Build a wallet, she's got ten feet higher. And build and build and build and just build a wall. Build and build and build and just build a wall. I just want to make America great. talk about the debate because uh, the media doesn't want to talk about it. Now, we can reverse, we can go in reverse and talk about what happened before the debate, which got the media <laughs> beside themselves, just beside themselves. 
really ahead and work our way back and discuss the CNN poll. The CNN poll was pretty funny. CNN poll was pretty funny because they completely exposed themselves. Completely exposed themselves. Like, never has the media exposed themselves more than CNN. Because now, no matter what all CNN does, you can never, ever trust them. Now, listen, remember, polls are nothing more than uh, turning low-information voters to the side that whoever's doing the poll and whatever the outcome of the poll is want them to be led to. Remember that. Remember, polls are not scientific. As much as CNN and, and, and Cooper and Tapper want people to believe Online polls are unscientific. Our polls are scientific. There's less. They're polls. The only thing that's scientific is creating AIDS medicine. All right? Creating vaccines for polio and lupus. That's scientific. Going, okay, we're going to sample a thousand people. We're going to ask them questions that we've come up with to lead them in a direction we want them to be led to, we're going to pull from a group of people that outnumber the other group. There's nothing nothing scientific. Absolutely nothing scientific. It's all bull. And I used to make fun. I shouldn't say make fun, but I used to uh, have a discussion about some of my friends on the right saying, all the polls are wrong, all the polls are wrong, all the polls are wrong. And I'd say, yeah, they're not as wrong, but yes, they're wrong. But I have to apologize to them. I do. I have to apologize to them. When you would see a poll and it has... Trump down 10 points or 15 points, and they would go, ah, it's completely wrong. And I would say, well, I think he's still down, maybe not 10 or 15, but he's still down. And my friends on the right would say, you're nuts. See, I'm telling you, it's all BS. It's all BS. I go, I know it's BS, but really, it's skewed that bad? Well, guess what? Last night, it skewed that bad. And CNN got caught. They got caught. Now, remember, the first debate, Trump lost. He, tr- he lost that last half, 100%. 100% he lost the last half. First 30 minutes, he was clobbering Hillary, making her look like a bobblehead. She was bobbing her head. And then the last 90 minutes, she was kicking him in the ding-ding, punching him in the face. I mean, she she was... She had her heels off and digging them into him. 
So when that poll came out by CNN that had Hillary clobbering them, everybody went, well, yeah, okay, sure. Sure. And even pro-Trump people were like, eh, it wasn't his best night. I mean, you could go listen to the Hannity's and, and, and the, the Russia's that will go, eh, it wasn't. They wouldn't have said, oh, no. Surrogates don't count. Surrogates are supposed to say, you know, oh, hey, he won. It was the greatest thing of the world. That's what surrogates do. The, the, the left does it, the right does it. So people didn't think too much of the poll. Now, the online polls that had Trump winning were mocked. I remember Chuck Todd telling the Trump person, what universe do you live in? Sleepy eyes. What universe do you live in? You're insane. All of these polls you guys are quoting are unscientific. They're unscientific. They're unscientific. Remember, they did time, unscientific. Drudge, unscientific, right wing. Breitbart, unscientific, right wing. Remember, if you're a conservative, if you're a Republican, your site is a right wing. If you're a talker, you're right wing talk. But if you're Rachel Maddow, it's just the Rachel Maddow show. Hi, I'm Rachel Maddow. You're not left wing? No. You're not extreme left? No, I am. What all Americans are. Yes. All Americans. You don't. Just look around you. You will find millions and millions of people that look just like me. Really? A woman? Short hair, no makeup, wearing a suit. I'm going to see millions of women like you. Yes. Okay. You win. You win. You win. So time, the MSNBC, I mean, even one of their own polls, one of the, their own companies had Trump winning. But okay, it's unscientific. It's, it's bunk. It's crap. Okay. The only, the only polls are, are CNN. They're scientific. They, they got b- between curing polio and, and finding AIDS vaccines. They're creating polls for debates. All right. Damn it. Okay. So now the debate gets over last night and Trump wins. Even... Never Trumpers, like hardcore never Trumpers, people like Eric Erickson, that fat bastard, even people like Eric Erickson and Ben Shapiro, that dwarf, were like, all right, Trump won. I mean, it was like, it it, it was like pulling, it was like, I mean, getting them to say Trump won. What, what, what was tough, but they did. They're like, yeah, Trump won. If you tuned into MSNBC, some of them even begrudgingly, 
even so much and begrudgingly went, well, you know, if, oh, okay, if you take this, uh, oh, all right. Uh, he, 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 he nudged her. That's what they're saying. He nudged her on points. He nudged her. So, so they, they even said he nudged her. So now, CNN goes, uh, we have the results of our online uh, poll. Now, we want to remind everybody that, of course, the poll is skewed just a little as uh, far as uh, the Democrats' favor because the poll consists of more people who are Democrats. Now you're like, huh. What's the scientific aspect of your poll here? And wasn't this the case in the first debate? The the debate where your poll had Hillary winning by 20 plus points and uh, every media outlet mocked anybody that referenced any other poll? Well, isn't this same concept here? Oh, okay. Well, what's Hmm, what's the setup? And then the drum roll. And they go, our online poll, CNN, ROC, or CNN, COCK, whatever the hell it is, has Hillary Clinton winning by 24 points. And you're like, come again? Uh, Yes, uh, Hillary Clinton wins um, 60... Wait, 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 did, okay, your scientific poll, your scientific poll, you know, the doctors between polio, AIDS, and polling, the debate, have now just come up with Hillary Clinton beating Trump by 20 plus points. How does that work? Well, don't forget, we did say that it is skewed a little uh, toward the Democrat. So was the last poll skewed a little? Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, so the last poll was skewed a little. Yes. So this poll skewed a little. Yes. Okay. How about if it's just, can we just say it's skewed uh, by, by a 10 margin? Yes. Okay. So you have... You have let me let me get let me let me maybe I'm maybe maybe in the 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 immortal words of Joe Pesci from Goodfellas maybe maybe I'm a little left up all right maybe I'm a little maybe I'm a little left up here all right maybe so even if you skew it by ten because there's more Democrats in your survey scientific you still have a poll that has Hillary beating Trump in the debate by over 10 points? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, CNN. We now officially, we now officially can 100% say what all of us have always said. And it doesn't exactly, listen, it can be this election, it could be four years uh, ago, uh, four years before that. But we officially now could say that 
the media and their polls are nothing more than a way to get the mushy middle and low-information voters to align with Democrats. That's it. The polls are meaningless in the sense that that is a real temperature of legitimate voters. 100% meaningless. 100% meaningless. All it is is a way to get people to vote for one side or the other on election day. And then in turn, the polls wind up matching up. Of course the polls are going to match up if you've been saying for the last three, four, five weeks, this is the number that it's going to be at. Like I've said before, why does a football team, baseball team, why does somebody become popular? Cars, music, why do things become popular rather it's overnight or uh, in a month or two months? Why? Why? Because ultimately, you're inundated with the cool happening thing. It's the cool happening thing. So then in turn, you have to be part of it. Because no one, no one wants to be on the crap end. Why is it that Hummers and... and, and I'll raise my hand and say I'm guilty. Why is it that the H2 Hummer was the craze for about two, two and a half years? They drove like crap. Gas mileage. I mean, people go, gas mileage is horrible. You know what? It was no different than if you had some big eight-cylinder, you know, beast of a, like a Chevelle or something, but they drove like crap. Somewhat ugly. Eh, real ugly. But the media pumped H2s. They pumped them up. Cadillac Escalades. Spinners. What about spinners? Boxy, not ugly. Spinners. All of these things were not something that people went, you know what? I've always wanted wheels that spin. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're all manufactured. And that's what poles are. They're manufactured. You can manipulate poles. And ultimately... If you're a low-information voter, if you're a mushy middle, and I've explained the mushy middle before. Here's the mushy middle. Barack Obama. 
You know what that mushy middle is? Oh, you know what? Wait a minute. It, 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 hold on. Okay, so I can free my white guilt. I can free my white guilt and, 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 and my white privilege by voting for Obama? Okay, and that will prove that I'm not racist? Yeah, 100%. So any of those times that I've clutched my wallet because I've seen a young black man walking my way, or as Mark Cuban would say, walk to the other side of the street because a young black man was wearing a hoodie? Okay, so, oh, oh, you're doing it too? Because it's the right thing to do? Okay, I've never voted for a Democrat or actually I've never voted, but it's it's the right yeah. Okay. All right, I'll do it. That's the mushy middle. Eight million people that put Obama over the top because they were told by the media that this is going to purge them of their white guilt and their racism. Because you know, everyone said at one point or another, have told a joke involving, or they've laughed the joke involving race. So everybody, everybody's done that. Everybody's done it. So voting for Obama, the media told us, purge. They, it would purge all of that. That, that racism that we've had. And, and, it, and basically, we would be uh, forgiven for all of our sins. We would be forgiven for all of our sins. That, that's what we were told. Just like the polls. Just like the polls. CNN proved it. Because... Uh, the people that despise Trump the most, despise him the most, said, <sighs> yeah, okay, he won, barely. Okay, but did he win? <laughs> barely, okay. But to CNN, he got destroyed. I mean, according to CNN, Trump lost as bad as he lost in the first debate. And in the first debate, regardless of his success in the first 25 or 30 minutes, he got destroyed for the rest of the 60. But according to CNN and their polls, Trump lost last night just as bad as he lost in the first debate. So now, when CNN goes, we've got new polls, because remember, the polls are from the same group, the CNN ROC poll or CNN COCK poll or whatever it is. It's the same poll. So this week, CNN's going to put out a new poll because NBC just came out with a new poll today. Have to come out. Listen, Trump had a huge night. So what do you do to combat a huge night? Forget the hard left, because they're always going to be with Hillary. Forget the hard right, because they're always going to be with Trump or a Republican. Like I said, the mushy middle. 
the middle that went, so I, I, I should vote for Obama? He'll make me feel, okay, okay, I'll per, all right. So what do you say to that mushy middle? They watched Trump, and they went, oh, he beat the hell out of Hillary. Huh? I didn't know Bill Clinton was a rapist. Um, well, I, what was that about? I, I was looking up Paula Jones. Bill Clinton paid, he took out his penis and kissed it. Uh, yeah, so what does NBC do? Remember, NBC is the Access Hollywood. Remember, is the same company where the president posted on his Facebook, Donald Trump is evil, Donald Trump is Satan, Donald Trump is the devil, Donald Trump is all these things that is horrible. NBC is Saturday Night Live. NBC is Seth Meyers. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So what happens this morning? NBC new poll. Donald Trump is down points. 11 points. Okay. He's down to 35%. Hillary's at 46%. And it's eroding even more. The debate. They're not taught just like all of those online places, all of the Time magazine and all those places that did online polls. None of them did polls. <laughs> none of them did polls. None of them did polls because they didn't want to have what happened the last time. Because remember, guys, last night Trump was supposed to be done. It was supposed to be over. Town hall debate. He's going to have to engage with uh, voters. It's obvious that uh, he's horrible at debating. It's obvious that uh, Hillary is, is just too strong for him. It's, uh, he, he, I mean, he wasn't supposed to do anything last night except pull his pants down, bend over, and let everybody in the audience with Anderson Cooper going first Shoving things up his rectum. That's what was supposed to happen last night. Supposed to be exactly what it was, which was uh, 15 minutes being uh, interrogated about the tape. It was all about destroying Donald Trump last night. That's what it was supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. So all the media outlets were already set as far as the online polls. They weren't going to do online polls because they weren't going to let Donald Trump run around and say, I won the online polls. I won the online polls. So they were all set with that. So that was squashed. They had the CNN OCK poll ready. So they were set. They they were set. And what happened? Trump shows up with Catherine Willey, Paula Jones, Juanita Broderick, Kathy Shelton, and just the media went, holy shit. And he rickrolled them again. 
because all the media reports were that they were told he was going to do a pre-debate press conference. And then they all walked in, and there was uh, the four women. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So whether they were Rickrolled or they knew and they're just saying they were Rickrolled because they don't want their bosses to be like, How did you, why did you do this, you sons of bitches? Remember when Trump did the, I'm going to do a big press conference. What's he going to talk about? Ah, the birther. Oh, oh God, we all got to go. And then one by one, the Gold Star families, people went on stage, bang, bang, bang. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, Obama was born in the United States. End of story. Mic drop. Bye. Oh, and do you like the hotel? Do you like my hotel? So he said, you know what? They fell for it once. I'll make them fall for it again. And to, again, to watch the media, along with the Democrats, but we'll take one at a time, to watch the media be like outraged. Oh, I can't believe he did this. Okay. The media is the most dishonest scum. They, they really are. I mean, regardless of how you feel about guns, but remember when Katie Couric did that, that, that gun documentary and spliced that footage, that made all those gun people look like retards. I, that's dishonest. I mean, that's really hardcore dishonesty. It's, it's, they're dis, the media's dishonest. They're scum. They, they are scum. Tapper is scum. Anderson Cooper is Don Lemon. Remember, this Don Lemon... This guy talks about all, you know, this is rare and this is sexual assault. And then he gets completely crap faced for New Year's Eve and he's sitting in a hot tub and he's grabbing Kathy Griffin's boob. Don Lemon is groping women. Now he gets a pass because he's a fanook. Seriously, he gets a pass because he likes penis. Okay. That's how, that's how the liberals do it. We talked about this last week. Fox, they can't do a bit where they're having fun with the Asians in Chinatown. Jesse Waters can't do a bit like that. But Amy Schumer could talk about being raped by Mexicans. The left does some of the most just edgiest. I, I, I mean... I, Watch a Judd Apatow movie. Watch a Judd Apatow movie. Rather, it's knocked up. Or any of those those Seth Rogen movies. They're making fun of rape. I mean, I mean, they're they're calling that one of the characters gets the gets all the panties in a brush, and they're like, uh, "Hey, uh, Jody. Hey, accused. Uh, relax." They're making fun of Jodie Foster from the movie Accused, who's being raped. But nobody says anything, because it's the left. The left can do anything. Bill Maher can have whatever comedy, and what does he say? Well, I'm a comedian. 
what the hell was Jesse Waters? Steve Croft? Was he morally safer? What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you people? So to watch them outraged that Trump rickrolled them. Wow, how could he have done this? Why? Why? Because he worked you? He's played you better than what you've played other people? Remember, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney lost because Candy Crowley effed him over. Forget, forget everybody as far as what they did to Sarah Palin. Like I said, for people to be like, oh, but come on, Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin what? She was no stupider than Dan Quayle. Are you kidding me? So for the left to be just outraged that they got rickrolled. And then the other outrage that he brought these women to this debate to deflect from Trump and the words he said to that schmuck Billy Bush on an Access Hollywood bus 11 years ago. Dana Bash, or actually Gloria Bolger. Gloria Bolger said that was a gimmick. It was a stunt. It was a stunt. That's how. That's what the left thinks about these women. It's a stunt. It's not real. I heard Joy Behar on The View today call the women tramps. They're tramps. Remember uh, Rush Limbaugh said that uh, that uh, Sandra Fluke was a slut? And people wanted him fired. People wanted him ostracized. Joy Behar on The View calls these women tramps. Why were they tramps? What made them tramps? Oh, see? My microphone fell. I had someone go, is that duct tape on your mic? No, it's not, it's not duct tape. Tape. There's an effing difference. And we've had this discussion. We've had this, this set up for a very long time, and I don't want to abandon it, even though I should. Just like people are like, why don't you do a green screen behind you like everybody else? Because I don't want to do what everybody else does. I like to have our old stuff. I'm OCD like that, okay? I'm like Trump. I got to eat a certain food all the time. I, I have my OCDs. Leave me alone. But imagine, imagine these, these, these women, these women, they're, 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 they're tramps. It's a publicity stunt, a publicity stunt. Call it what you want. Call it what you want. Deflection. Again, how the left views things that. Not Republicans do, because Republicans don't do this, because Republicans don't have balls. Republicans don't have balls. They're weak. They're spineless. They have people like Glenn Beck in their midst. They got people like Dana LaDeutsch 
in their midst. Erickson, that fat bastard in their midst. They got these losers. Ben Shapiro. Megan McCain. Just losers. Absolute losers. And they've been running the show. They've been running the show for years. Anna Navarro. You tell me Anna Navarro? Anna Navarro is the voice of the Republican Party? I mean, it's like, but these are the people that have been out there. Jeb Bush. Lindsey Graham. Losers. They get hammered. They can't win nothing. And they just keep what they're doing to, 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 to get paid. Then I've said it before, I'll say it again. If these people were really noble, if these people really wanted to help anybody, there'd be term limits. There'd be term limits. You could only in Congress or you know Senate, whatever, for for twelve years. That's it. You would see a drastic. Uh, the country would be shaped drastically, drastically. You get two term limits, six and six. That's it. It'd be drastically, drastic. You wouldn't have McCain. And then, started. But anyways, let me let me let you because now I'm gonna do a segment on this this people like McCain, this righteous a hole. Nobody ever brings up the Keating Five. This guy was the biggest scumbag who fleeced just millions and millions of dollars for people. This guy is a scumbag. Republicans forget about the Keating Five just like Democrats forget about Ted Kennedy being the biggest lowlife scumbag these guys swam. Do you realize? Do you realize up till I don't know how many years ago, and I'm not talking about 20 or 30 years. Up till a few years ago, the guys in Senate they had a pool that women were not allowed to use because they all swam naked. Want to talk about a bunch of wackos? These guys swam naked in in the Senate pool. Women couldn't go in there. And when the women started to kind of grumble and say, hey, this is kind of wrong, and they kind of made little protest moves, you know what the guys did? Some of the senators would get out of the pool purposely with their junk flopping around to embarrass the women senators and women congresswomen to be like, okay, if you guys want to try to make a stink out of being in this pool and making us put on our clothes, we're going to show you. They get out of the pool, swimming in their junk. And they have the audacity to be like, you know, this Donald Trump, he's, he's what? He's what? He's what? Well, he, sa- he said what? He said, I'm a celebrity, and when I'm a celebrity, 
I could do whatever I want to women. They let you. Not I could walk up and do a Kobe Bryant. No, they let you. They let you. Hi, I would like to defecate on you. Okay. Come on down. You're next. <laughs> One of my people said, I'm more upset that they got a pool. I know. They got, they got, they get, listen, they got a lot of nice things in, in the Senate, these a-holes. They got a lot of nice things. And when, listen, again, I'm, I'm getting all, you guys are getting me all over the roadmap. But anyways, let me get back to the women. So this was supposed to be it for Trump. He was done. It was over. And just like that, Catherine Willie, Juanita Broderick. And you know what I loved about the conversation about them? If you want to play games with Juanita Broadwick, fine. Meaning if you want to go, well, that was a lie. Okay, okay, fine. Let's, let's, let's parse that. If you want to play with Kathy Shouten and go, well, Hillary was just doing her job. And, you know, the lie. Okay, okay, let, we'll play with that. But Catherine Willey and especially Paul Jones, I mean, those two were at the heart of the Monica Lewinsky uh, scandal. And everything involving them two was legit and real. I mean, Bill Clinton gave Paula Jones almost a million dollars. Bill Clinton lost his lawyer's license. I mean, that was all Paula Jones. That was legit. That wasn't alleged. That was legit. Catherine Willey, remember, she was part of all of the conversations with Linda Tripp and Lewinsky. I mean, this was all real, you know, stuff. The Juanita Broderick, you, you, could, you could fudge with. Seriously, you, you, could, you could debate, but Paula Jones... Paula Jones, legit, 100%, even if you want to take out, even if you take out Catherine Willey, take out Catherine Willey, Paula Jones, totally legit, that's not alleged, I mean, that's factually, uh, that's more, listen, that is more factual than any allegation involving Trump, Trump is, well, Alicia Mulatto, Machado, whatever the fatty said. Well, he called me a pig. Called me a fat pig. Well, who was around? No one. It was just me and him. So the, how do we know it was? How, how do we know this happened? Well, because he said these other things on camera. So in turn, if he said those things on camera, then you have to believe what I'm saying is true. Okay, sure. But Paula Jones, that's oh, those those are affidavits, those are lawsuits. And if everybody points to Trump lawsuits and goes, "Look, these women said this, and they settled out of court." So if this girl was fired at Trump International because she was ugly, that means that okay, well if that's the case, then 
why do you say Paula Jones is, is someone that uh, alleged? No, that's factual. What happened with Paula Jones is factual. And by the way, I like her outfit. I like to be bedazzled. <laughs> Paula Jones looks like every Italian girl that I knew growing up. Big nose. <laughs> Black hair, whatever she has. <laughs> Anyways, I get it though. I she, she's she's kind of attractive in a, in a weird way with the big nose and the big mouth and. <laughs> Anyways, so all of a sudden, Trump brings these girls out. It's now reverberating through the halls. Of this debate. I mean, people are freaking. People are freaking. And listen, again, I don't know, because according to Jake Tapper, every man in the entire United States has never talked vulgar, has never never, uh, cheated, they've never done anything anything remotely disparaging to a woman. I mean, they, listen, Jake Tapper says no men talk like Trump. Okay. So let me talk to some guys that I think have talked like Trump and have been in a situation like Bill Clinton. Some of us not at the age of 30, 40, or 50, but maybe at the age of 17 or 18. Haven't you been to a party? dance and maybe you've got a girlfriend from the school that you're going to and you go to like the 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 fair or wherever it is and the girl that you're dating who goes to another school happens to show up and you're like oh christ my girlfriend's here and then the girl that i'm also dating that goes to saint Rita's is here Oh, Christ. That was what was going on with Bill Clinton last night. You had to have seen the pictures where Bill Clinton is just looking to the left, and he's like, oh, Jesus. I imagine he's sitting there, and there's three women that he sexually assaulted. And they're all sitting. They're all just just sitting 25 feet from him. They're all sitting 25 feet from him. So the guys that are not like the guys that Jake Tapper knows, because he doesn't know any guys like Trump. He doesn't know any guys. Hell, Jake Tapper doesn't know any guys like Bill Clinton, if you think about it. Because Jake Tapper says no guys talk like Donald Trump. No guy acts like that. Except for Bill Clinton. Except for Bill Clinton. Oh, that's an intern. A young intern. Who would do anything that I say because I'm the president of the United States. Hey, young intern. Come here. What? Exactly. Thank you. Oh, now, see this cigar? I'm going to do something with it. What are you going to do? Exactly. Just keep doing that while I do this with the cigar. 
So when these women showed up, it reverberated through the entire town hall. So now the plan that the media, Clintons, and everybody had set up was just, I mean, I mean it, it was, it's like, the, it's, it's like having the football game, having the Super Bowl, and you're told that Tom Brady has got a broken foot, and he's not playing. And for two weeks, the whole buildup, it's going to be uh, Galapuzo, whatever his name is, that backup, the handsome kid there. The Galapuzo. And for two weeks, for two weeks, the Giants are preparing for Galapuzo. And then all of a sudden, they do the coin toss. They do, the, the, the Giants get the ball and they go, we'll defer. <laughs> and Tom Brady, yeah, they get the ball and Tom Brady runs on the field. And they're like, whoa. Oh, oh no. What? What? And that's it. I mean, that's what happened. The media, they got, they had the CNN, ROC poll, COCK poll. They got all the other outlets not doing polls. They've got all the talking points set up. They got all the questions ready. They got the fat guy in the red sweater ready for the end of the debate to to have that light moment, you know. Wee. I mean, they got they got Martha Radinsky ready to debate Trump about Syria on foreign policy. And if I recall, this is the same woman that uh, that, that that Obama went to her wedding or th- something like that. I mean, she has a long history with the Democrats. And Anderson Cooper, forget about it. All right. Not not enough said about Anderson Cooper. So they're set. This is it. Trump is done. We got the tape. Saturday Night Live just did a whole thing about it. We are we are set. You got uh, you you got and, and remember, if you don't think the, some of those senators are, are not in cahoots. With some of the media and some of the Democrats, you're nuts. Remember, a lot of this stuff benefits Republicans because they keep their jobs. They, they, they keep doing what they've been doing. If Trump becomes president, he completely, I mean, it's, it's like... It's like playing Monopoly with somebody or, 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 or Candyland or whatever the hell it is. And you're like an hour, two hours in. And the person is losing. Or winning, whatever side. And then someone just takes the game board and just throws it up in the air. And you're like, whoa. that Or someone unplugs the video game. You're beating them in Madden. You're up by, by three touchdowns. Also, someone goes, oh, I just tripped and unplugged it. Sorry. That, that's what would happen to everybody in Congress if Trump became president. If Trump became president, everybody's 30-year video game gets unplugged. Everybody's five-hour Monopoly game gets tipped over. 
So they had it all set. You had Republicans over the weekend. I'm, uh, I'm withdrawing my support. I'm withdrawing my support. I'm withdrawing my support. I'm withdrawing my support. I'm withdrawing my I mean, and, and you know, it's funny. My dad's a bleeding heart liberal. And I'm talking to my dad uh, before the debates yesterday. He goes, Rob, uh, all, the, all these Republicans are jumping ship. Dad, they were all never Trumpers. Yeah, but they supported them. No, they supported them because they had to ultimately – Ultimately, John McCain had to say, "All right, I support Donald Trump." All right, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Lincoln, uh, not Lincoln. Uh, what's his name? Jason Chafee, that jail. All right, I. Uh, I mean, they, th- these people that withdrew their support were not supporters with enthusiasm. They were basically made to support Trump. Because the party said, dude, you got to do it. Don't be a little bitch. You got to do it. Whoever. You think, listen, you, as much as we talk smack on Democrats, you think every Democrat loved what Bill Clinton did? I mean, I think Tim Kaine was one that said Bill Clinton should resign. But they all lockstep supported him. Hey, come on. What he did, it was just sex. As Bill Maher would say, it was just a blowjob. You would lie, too. Just a blowjob. Like, Bill was driving in the car looking for hookers down in, uh, in, 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 in Washington somewhere. And he got caught with a hooker. Then it's just a blowjob. And in turn, it's not just a blowjob. How you doing? You know, I'm the president. Yeah. You know what I like? I I bet I could figure it out. All right. We'll get to it. All right. So they had it set. And when Trump did the press conference, I mean, it reverberated. People were like, oh, Jesus. Oh, no. What, now what? Oh, this is not good. And then there's reports that they try to sit in the front row. And the debate people are like, oh, we'll have them thrown out. We'll have them thrown out. But again, that just shows you the hypocrisy. And uh, l- let, me, let me throw a little personal uh, uh, touch on this. And I've said this before in the last uh, year, year and a half. I play hard. You know, I've been in business and I've done, I've, I've run the map. Okay. I've, I've really run the map on, uh, on everything. I've had a very colorful and interesting life. But I play hard. And if somebody does something to me, I do it back 10 times, 10 times to the point where that person gets upset because I did to them what they did to me, but worse. And then in turn, I'm like the bad guy because I hurt them more. 
Now, you could say, well, that's not very Christian. You're supposed to turn the other cheek. Well, I, you know what? I'm not a, a big Christian guy, okay? I, I'm, I'm not a Ted Cruz or a Glenn Beck. I don't necessarily believe in Jesus, and I don't necessarily believe in magic underpants. And that's the thing about Trump, why I always uh, was attracted to him, because he will hit you ten times harder than you hit him. Ten times harder. And watching him during this entire this entire process is very flashbacky to my life through business and all sorts of stuff because I've experienced it. I've experienced people trying to screw me over or screw me over, and then I've hit them back. I've screwed them over worse. Than what they did to me, and then they would call me up and go, "Wow, dude, that was hard." I'm like, "What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You did it first, yeah, but wow, what you did was was real bad." Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So here's Trump. Here's Trump saying to Hillary Clinton. Here's Trump saying to Bill Clinton. Here's Trump saying to everybody that is saying he's a sexist. He's a misogynist. Okay, well, if 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 I am. What are you? What are you? Who are they? And when the debate people said, oh, you can't set him in the front. Well, why? You guys let Mark Cuban sit in the front. Remember the first debate? That was the big liberal joke. Mark Cuban was able to sit in the front. Just right in the middle He sat in the front When he walked into that debate The cameras were all over him That was the big thing oh, let's see, What's he going to do? What's Trump going to do? That was designed That was designed To F with Trump And all the liberals loved it They loved it So Trump One up them They didn't like that Somehow Trying to rattle Hillary, somehow trying to put people in the front row was was wrong. Well, but they did it with Mark Cuban. They did it with Mark Cuban. They weren't cahoots with Lester Holt to do the whole Alicia Machado thing, which conveniently. Within an hour after the debate, you had story after story involving Alicia Machado and ads and all this other stuff. It was a coordinated attack. Again, the left is able to do these things, but when Trump responds and responds harder 
the left gets all righteous. Oh, how could you do this? How could that? This is a presidential debate. Well, okay, and well, how could you want to bring people to somehow intimidate or take the fo- well? What was Mark Cuban? Well, well, that was different. Why? Well, because well, we we did it. And did you notice? Well, first off, you don't really hear Mark Cuban and the Hillary camp being buddy-buddy anymore. But but let's explore just, just a smidgen. Just a smidgen. Imagine if a Trump surrogate – I mean, you got to call Cuban a surrogate, but remember the – Rapino, who was a Trump supporter, who said there'll be taco trucks on every corner. Remember the outrage? And he was Latino himself, because he knows. Come out here to Los Angeles. There's a taco truck and orange cellar on every corner. But I digress. Remember, Mark Cuban is the one that said, not joking, 100% serious, I understand how people would get afraid of a young black man wearing a hoodie. To be perfectly honest with you, if I'm walking down the street and I see a young black man wearing a hoodie walking my way, I will walk on the other side of the street. Imagine, imagine if a Trump supporter in their past, because that's some racist stuff. Remember, we're, we're, we're racism. Oh, you're racist there. You're racist there. You're ra- everybody. We're all racist. You're. It's like the Oprah Winfrey. You're a racist. You're a racist. We're all racist. Lift under your seat. That's a box. Open it up. Racism. Everyone's a racist. So Cuban gets to sit front row, but Trump can't have the women that Bill Clinton assaulted in the front row. It's not allowed to. The the debate moderators would have uh, would have thrown them out. So that's the report we got. But, okay. So instead they sat in that family row or whatever the hell it was. You know, the row where Bill Clinton sat and just looked over and went, oh, Jesus. And I know he went, oh, Jesus. But Paula still looks pretty good. (laughs) For an old keep herself. (laughs) Too... Dude, but Paula's all right. Like I said, I get Paula. I get it. Although, Juanita Broderick was uh, was attractive when she was younger. But Paula, man, just in that dirty Kardashian, uh, Real Housewives of, <laughs> of Washington thing. Yeah, and Paula. <laughs> yeah. 
So once this happens, Tom Brady is basically uh, playing quarterback and the Giants prepared for Garofalo for two weeks. So now media's nuts. Hillary's not, everybody's crazy. Everybody's like, oh, Jesus, this is so, so, so uncomfortable. This is so crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And at that moment, at that moment, you knew this was going to be a huge night for Trump. You knew it. You knew it. You knew it because Hillary could not go down the path of you, 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 scum, 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 pervert, pervert, pervert. She couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Had to leave it to Cooper and Martha. And they did. They, or at least they tried. When Cooper goes, do you understand that's sexual? That's sexual assault. What you were saying, sexual assault. Again, no, it wasn't, Cooper. It's Trump talking about women who are star effers. That's what he's talking about. That's what he's talking about. Women who are star effers, like Marla Maples. And so Trump just said, listen, I'm sorry. And the funny thing is, Cooper and Martha, see, they wanted the moment. They, they wanted this moment. Because here's the thing. When the question was asked and Trump said, listen, locker room talk, I apologize, it was horrible, bad, Yada, yada, yada. Let's move on. And then Hillary responded. Trump was still fine. But then Cooper went back to it. So Trump didn't go to the women in the audience until Cooper went back to it. It was like, but now don't you understand? Like he's lecturing uh, Trump. And that's what Trump went, okay, listen, all right, you want me to do it, I'm going to do it. Here it is. Here it is. What I did were words. What Bill Clinton did was actions. (laughs) When he did that, man, when he did that, it was like, wow. Wow. And and, And listen, I know the media... We'll tell you, yeah, that fired up his base, but that did nothing with the people he needed to win over. It did nothing. Again, this is the same media who gave us a poll that said Trump lost by over 20 points. He lost the same amount as he lost in the first debate. Yeah, everybody said he won last night. And, and, of course, nobody's going to talk about it. But there's this great video shows the CNN focus group being told what to say. 
talk about a hot mic. The CNN focus group is being told what to say. It's all over social media. This isn't a right-wing conspiracy. It's all over social media. They were being told what to say. They're being told what to say. And remember, all of these things that we're being told, I just want everybody to remember this. Everything that we're being told is all the same stuff that we heard during the primary. You remember? All this stuff is the same stuff we heard during the primary. I remember it started with, well, yeah, There are 10,000 people at Trump's rally, but how many of these people are really going to vote for him? How how many are really just there for the show? How many are there really just to, you know, take a gander at the reality star? Remember, we were told that. And then we were told, Once the uh, uh, field dwindles down and it's just a few candidates, Trump will be done. Remember that? Then we were told he's got a ceiling. I mean, we've been constantly told all of these things to make all of us go, oh, yeah, it's over. It's over. I mean, before yesterday, everybody said Trump was done. It was over. It was finished. Now, I know some of you have heard the same things that I have heard, and I'm going to explain to you real quick. I'm going to explain to you something real quick why it's real. I live in California. I live in Los Angeles. Now, I'm not saying Trump's going to win California. Don't get me wrong by with what I'm saying. Okay, But here's the thing that people dismiss when people like me bring it up, and it's real. And it's real. You don't know. Now, I know people like Mark, Mark Levin don't believe this. And remember, Mark Levin is part of the establishment. The guy that worked for Reagan a big cruise supporter. His 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 the uh, girlfriend's son works uh, for Cruz. So you got to take Levin with a grain of uh, uh, of salt here. You don't know how many people are going to vote for Trump that don't show up in the polls. Now, remember, the polls are bull. The CNN has proved last night that the polls are BS. Polls are BS, 100%. Like I said, Trump hammered her last night. uh, uh, CNN says Trump 
uh, lost, and NBC poll comes out today that has Hillary up by 11 points. No. Absolutely no. Absolutely no. So. You don't know how many people are going to vote for Trump that either don't admit it, don't show up in their little half-ass polls they do, or just registered to vote, and this will be their first vote ever. Now remember, when this is brought up, all the experts, rather it's um, David Axelrod, or, or Charles Krautheimer. These dum-dums. I think Krautheimer... Didn't, didn't Krautheimer get drunk and, and, and run his car off into a, a pool or something and get paralyzed? I, I, no, seriously. I, I'm not being a dick. Didn't he, didn't he get paralyzed by doing something stupid? And if he did, why do we listen to him? Why do we listen to him? I know, we all make mistakes. Okay, that's a big effing mistake. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. I don't know. I'm sure somebody will investigate and hit me up and go, you're wrong, you're a scumbag. Okay. But all these experts, all these experts, they were all wrong about Trump from day one. I mean, SC Cup. The Republican hipster douchebag who can't, I mean, she's just a loser. I mean, mean, she had the thing at Fox, then she had a show, and then from CNN, now she's what? Exactly. Thank you. They all were wrong. They were all wrong. Every day they were wrong. And these, these people are now still telling us. Oh, no. Nope. Nope, that, these polls, oh, 11 points, 15 points, 10 points. Nope, nope. You got to believe us. You have to believe us. But you were wrong a year ago. Well, that's different. We know now. How do you know now? Because we know. And I'm going to tell you why that's all BS. I live in Los Angeles. My beautiful girlfriend, I love her. She's pregnant. She's going to have a kid. Fabulous. When we talk politics, we whisper. We whisper. We whisper and we talk code. So if we're in the, in the elevator or we're at Cheesecake Factory and we're you know discussing the show or we're discussing this, and she'll go, hey, did you see uh, the, the rally today? And I'd be like, yeah, man. You know, it's going to happen. And I still, it's like what we, we say his name without saying his name. You go, hey, did you see uh, today? Oh, on fire. I, because you don't want anybody to hear you in Los Angeles. You don't want anybody to hear you. I was at, I was at Vons. And, and this just tells you how manipulated low information voters are. Okay. Uh, let me explain to you how manipulated low information voters are. So I'm sitting there buying beans. Okay. Okay, I'm buying beans. 
I, I am. I'm eating beans because Catherine wants uh, she wants a burrito, an American-made burrito by Italian. So I'm buying beans, and for some reason at my Vaughn's, and it pisses me off. But a, they're not open 24 hours. They close at two, and they stock the shelves when you're still shopping. So sometimes I shop late because we get done with the show at anywhere between nine and ten o'clock West Coast time. So then I'll 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 do some, you know, TV stuff. I'll I'll or internet stuff, and I send out tweets or whatever I do. And then I go to the store. I'll buy dinner or something like that. I'll go at ten o'clock, and, and the guys are stocking shelves and they're moving their cart, and it's and you're dodging these guys while they're trying to stock shelves or, or move uh, pallets of toilet paper. And then they give you a look of like, hey, J.O., why are you here? So, you know, it's like, and then you look at them and you're like, dude, can't you guys work after you close, considering you close it too? So it's like a back and forth evil eye thing, but I digress. So I'm getting my beans and I hear the stockers. And I know the one stocker definitely is not here. Uh, I know he's not here legally. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to be an a-hole, but out here in Los Angeles, anybody that's in their 40s or 50s and they speak broken English and their stocking shelf ain't here legally. I'm just saying, okay? I'm just throwing it out there. So he's talking buddy and i hear him going you know what i was and he, i'm not going to do the accent but he's like you know what i was thinking i'm gonna get my credit cards and i'm gonna max out all my credit cards and then well i'm gonna tell the credit card companies that i'm not gonna pay them because that's the american way <laughs> and then the other stock uh stock boy whatever his name is you know whatever whatever you call them He's like, yeah, you know, Trump, yeah. And I just get my beans and I walk away. I'm thinking, wow, somehow in their minds, this whole tax thing has become buying things on a credit card and then telling the credit card company not that, that you're not going to pay. And I'm like, oh, my God. But anyways, if I would have said, hey, man, I'm a supporter, this guy at Bonds, he would hit me in the head with a can of beans. He would have hit me in the head with a can of beans. So, I don't say nothing. Now, again, I'm not saying Trump is going to win California. That's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. But don't effing tell me. Don't effing tell me that there's not people in Pennsylvania... Ohio, Florida, Michigan, uh, Indiana, that are going to vote for Trump, they just don't say nothing. Don't tell me. Just, just don't. Just don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. You're not, listen, you're not going to do something, and, and, and it's almost like the reverse Obama effect. It's like, hey, man, who are you going to vote for? I don't know. You're not going to vote for Obama? How are you not going to vote for the first black president? How are you not going to do that? This is historic. you got to be part of history. What are you talking about? You're not going to do Okay, okay, okay. 
Hey. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I'm going to vote for the first black president. Okay, you've got to vote for the first black president. Okay, I'll vote for the first black president. My, okay, my bad. Okay. That's like the, it's like the reverse. It's like, oh, I don't know. I was thinking about vote for president. Well, you're not going to vote. Oh, what you not going Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Calm down. I vote for Hillary. So I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Do I think Hillary is up? Yes. Why? Because there's more Democrats than there are Republicans as far as registered voting. So when they do their little skewed polls, but, but, remember, when you hear a national poll like NBC today that has to try to skew what happened last night, because you can't be talking about what happened last night. You can't talk about what happened last night because Hillary got her ass handed to her, her old, flabby, nasty ass. She had, when she got done, Huma had to, 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 to lotion it up, make her feel better. Like, you, you did so good, Hillary. You did so good. That meanie. She was doing the bill. Don't worry about it. Just get down here. Don't worry about it, Huma. Pray to Allah. Pray to Puza. <laughs> Pray to the Puza, Muzzy. <laughs> and I'm not, I didn't say that, okay? That was Hillary. That was Hillary saying that. It wasn't me. I don't say that. I love Muslims. I love Islamic people. Okay? I got a friend. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, you guys made me lose my train of thought. I'm sitting here doing my Hillary and Huma skit. And you made me. Oh, okay. Back to the voting. So remember, when they do their little NBC poll, it's the, a national poll. Why would you... Do you guys realize when they do a national poll, regardless how BS skewed it is, they're taking a sampling that includes California, Texas, Oklahoma, New York, New Jersey. Does it matter what happens to California? No. Does it matter what happens to Texas? No. So a national poll is really bunk regardless because, in theory, they're supposed to be taking a sampling from every state, in, in theory, okay? You know, their um, scientific polling. But that really doesn't matter because the election's not going to be won in California. It's not going to be won in Texas. It's not going to be won in New York. It's going to be won in like five states. That's it. So really, the polls only matter in Nevada or Nevada, Florida or Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Iowa, Wisconsin, states. These are the states. That's it. California doesn't matter. 
California does not matter. Texas doesn't matter. New Jersey doesn't matter. New York doesn't matter. It's a shame, but they don't matter. So if you do a national poll, part of your polling is from those states, it's, it's bunk regardless. So that's why I think all these polls, well, I know all these polls are BS just with what CNN did. So once CNN did what they did, you know all these polls are skewed. And to have an NBC poll come out. Now, I want you guys to remember something. I want you guys to remember something. Okay? Remember, the same NBC Wall Street Journal poll. Don't forget this. Back during the primaries, before one of the big primary nights, and you can look this up, out of the blue, out of the blue, they put out a national poll that had Ted Cruz up by three or four points. Look it up. And it was the only time that anyone had Ted Cruz up nationally over Trump. And this is as Trump was starting to, to really put up the points. And everybody's like, eh, if Ted loses this, if he loses that, it's done, it's over. And all of a sudden, NBC, Wall Street Journal come out with a poll that goes, everybody, breaking news. I'm Chuck Todd. The night before, and I don't remember whatever primary it was, we have, oh my gosh, for the first time, Ted Cruz has and, and people are like, what? Iowa. Somebody said Iowa. Are you sure it was Iowa? I thought it was later in the process. But you know, you guys know, you remember. that. You guys remember that was a big story. Why did they do that? To try to move the election. It was a game. And when you hear someone go, the Wall Street Journal, that's Rupert Murdoch. They're, they're conservatives. Why would... No, they're not. Stop it. Stop it. First off, Murdoch is not a conservative. He's not a Republican. Nothing about Fox, with the exception of Sean Hannity, is a conservative. His kids aren't conservative. None of the holdings they create. No, no, you're going to tell me FX is, 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 is conservative? Are you going to tell me any of their programming is conservative? There's nothing conservative about Rupert Murdoch. Fox News was nothing more than Roger Ailes, who was best friends with Roush Limbu, who had known Murdoch, said, hey, we can make a TV channel that's basically Rush Limbaugh. And Murdoch will make us money. That's all I give a crap about is money. Rupert Murdoch doesn't bleed conservatism. He doesn't bleed being on the right. He doesn't bleed being against the Democrats. And I'm not saying we have all these weird labels because if you're not for the Constitution, 
if you don't believe in everything that uh, Mark Levin believes in, you're not a true conservative. Democrats, at the end of the day, they're Democrats. Yeah, okay, liberal, progressive, they're Democrats. Doesn't matter how extreme one, Bernie Sanders, doesn't matter how extreme they are, how crazy leftist they are, they're Democrats. And they will die for each other. Look at Bernie Sanders. They punked him. They, they I mean, they gang raped him. They, they, he, he was, he was gang raped by a bunch of Anderson Cooper friends in a bathhouse in West Hollywood. And guess what? When they got done, he said, "Can I have some more?" The Republicans, oh, we, 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 we destroy each other. And it's not us. It's it's not us that are more on the um, the more of the right side. And when I say that, meaning uh, I hate to use the word more conservative because you know you get into this whole wall. You got to be religious. You got to be you know, uh, 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 pro-life, you got to be this, you got to be that, you got to be walking lockstep with the Catholic Church. And... I, I, don't, I don't believe in all that. I am against Democrats, okay? End of story. And that's how we all should be. If you want to say, well, I'm, I'm severely conservative, I'm more conservative, I'm... we're against Democrats. Our label is a Republican, Rather you're a cuck, rather you're a rhino, rather you're a conservative, rather you're an alt-right. We're Republicans. That's it. And that's how it always should be in the sense that we want to defeat Democrats. End of story. End of story. We don't want to work with them. We, we don't want to go to dinner with them. We want to beat them. We want to beat them. We want to Beat them into the ground. We want to do everything to them that they not only want to do to us, but that they do to us. They control the media. We want to control the media. They control uh, uh, entertainment. We want to control it, but, but our side doesn't. Our side plays this funny little game. The Paul Ryan game. The John McCain game. I mean, when you listen to, like, Megan McCain, or you listen to Dana LaDouche, or Essie Cup, what makes them Republican? The whole pro-life thing? Seriously, if you listen to them, if you listen to them, you know, even McCain, if you listen to them, what makes them Republicans? Pro-life? If you took pro-life off the table, if you took abortion off the table, would they be Republicans? Because if you listen to Megan McCain, and, you, and, and I only single her out because she's got a radio show, her dad's John McCain, and she's, a voice, she's out there. She's on terrestrial radio. You can listen to her every single night or wherever you are. And for me, I call them out 
because they have a platform. They have a big platform. Dana LaDouche, she's got a big platform. So what makes them on the right? You know, what makes them Republic, pro-life? So if you took that off the table, because if you listen she she talks like a Democrat, except for pro-life. I think I, uh, I, and I mean, she's not horrible, horrible. You know, if her dad wasn't a, a, a senator, she wouldn't have a job. Hi, it's Megan McCain. Yeah, and I just want to talk. But if you listen to the talk, it, it's, I'm a, I'm a Democrat. I'm a, when it comes to the pro-life, it's like, I am so pro-life. And I just respect the the unban. But then everything else is open borders, uh, the dudes in dresses, bathrooms. Uh, I mean, just go down the line. Islamophobia. Just everything. So you're like, well, you're a Democrat. You sound like a Democrat. No, but I'm pro-life. Okay. Okay, you're 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 a Republican then. You're a Republican. Okay. Imagine you took uh, you took abortion off the table. How many Republicans wouldn't be Republicans anymore? If you took abortion and 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 the Bible off the table, you, you wouldn't. Uh, the Republican Party, there'd be nothing left. Really, the only thing that's the only thing that keeps that whatever coalition together. Because if you take that out of there, McCain sounds like a Democrat, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey. I know you guys, at least some of you, hate having the blanket term of being a Republican. We can have our own inside terms of, well, this is what I am, but we're still Republican. We have to be a party that fights the Democrats. That's it. We fights the Democrats. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And I'll tell you this. I will tell you this, though. Depending on how this election goes, I say we never, ever forgive. And if it means the the Republican Party as we know it never wins again, then so be it. But I say we never forgive the Dana LaDouches, the SC Cups. We never forgive them. Ever. We never, ever forgive them. Because you know it and I know it. At the end of the day... When you hear the Essie Cups and the Eric Erickson's talk about, 
Well, Trump doesn't even have the full support of the Republican Party. That He doesn't even have that. And think about it. Because people like Eric Erickson, people like Eric Erickson and Megan McCain and Essie Cup and Anna Navarro and, and, and Murphy, these scumbags, these a-holes, it's because of them. It's not because of us on the, as you like to say, far right, because if Mitt Romney had 90-something-plus percent of the Republican Party and John McCain had something like 90-something-plus of the Republican Party, that means the people like are a little bit more hard-lined. Means we got in line. That means we sat there and said, okay, Mitt Romney is a super douche. He wears magic underpants, but you know what? I hate Democrats. And Obama is the Democrat. He's president. So gotta hate him, hate them, gotta beat them. End of story. So it's not the hard right of the Republican Party that are crybaby, scumbag, pussy losers. It's not us, because we all got in line behind Mitt Romney. We all got in line with McCain. It was the Anna Navarros. And when they say, oh, well, it's our principles. But you know what? We all put our principles aside when we voted for Mitt Romney. We all put our principles aside when we voted for John McCain. We did exactly what the Anna Navarros and the Murphys and the Rick Wilsons and the Glenn Becks. We did what they said they won't do. We did it. We put our shit aside. That's what we did. That's what we did, and they didn't. They didn't. So they wrote that 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 the eulogy for Trump last night, and right out of the gate, right out of the gate. What about the tape? I'm very sorry about the tape. Hillary Clinton, what's your response? Oh, he's unfit. Okay, okay. Oh, and uh, let's keep going with the tape. Okay, well, guess what? See those women? They were raped by that guy. That guy is a scumbag. He's the president. And just like that, boom. Just like that, the boom was dropped. You want to talk about someone being rattled? You want to, And then from that point forward... Trump was bludgeoning her. Remember what we said after Trump lost the first debate? Everybody, calm down. Obama got slaughtered in the first debate against Romney. I mean, he got slaughtered. And then the second debate, Obama handed Romney his staff. And then in the third And Romney, his balls. 
And I said, so let's not write Trump off yet. Friday night on our show, I said, he has to do good Sunday or it's over. I said that. But I didn't jump off no train. I just said he's got, he's, he's got, he's, if he falls apart, if he stays strong for 30 minutes and then collapses, it's done. I won't jump off the train, but I will make my to say it's over. Every guy through the tape and said, when you think of the tape, remember those women sitting in the audience. And that nasty, creepy, 70-year-old man, dirty cigar. And spraying semen on a 20-year-old girl's face. Yeah, I said it. Semen. He coated her face and mouth with semen. And her dress. From there, Hillary got pummeled. Everything that Republicans had said, Trump should have said this, Trump should have said that, Trump should have said that. And that's why today, what do you hear? Well, Trump is down by 11 points. He's down. And the other thing you hear is when Trump said, if I become president, will appoint a special prosecutor to look in to what you did with your server and your emails. And once he said that, they went and did a couple more lines. And Hillary said, oh, yeah, that's the type of person we want running our justice system. And Trump said, yeah, because you would be in jail. And what did the media jump on? We've never seen this before. We've never seen a candidate talk about putting another candidate in jail. This is re- this is banana republic stuff. This is- man, uh, let, let me remind some of you whether it was Michael Moore or some of the other extreme left in the Democrat Party. How many times, and we can look this up online, the Internet's a wonderful thing. How many times had we heard the Bush administration should be brought up on war crimes? How many times we hear the Obama administration should look into prosecuting members of the Bush administration for war crimes? We were constantly, constantly constantly told this. Constantly. The very same people 
The very same people. Uh, you know, everyone, this is a different election. And when people go, well, not a presidential candidate. Well, the last time we had a presidential candidate do what Hillary Clinton did, they were the president, and then they were forced to resign. We've had a lot of presidential candidates that loved pussy. Not too many that did what Hillary Clinton did. Do you understand that? We've got a long list of presidential candidates who can't get enough of pussy. Can't get enough of it. Love it. Just love it. Eat it. Blah, 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 blah. But not too many that have been what Hillary Clinton did. Nixon? I mean, okay. I would say somewhat on par with Hillary Clinton. So you can't go, all oh, no presidential, no, well, no presidential candidates ran against another presidential candidate. That legit, that legit broke the law in the way that Hillary Clinton did. And all you lefties could sit there and go, well, the FBI, the FBI said, oh, just stop. Just stop. You really think B.I. and Loretta Lynch are going to come back and go, you know what? Yes, we're going to indict Hillary Clinton. Yes. You really? Come on. Uh, It wasn't going to happen. Absolutely was not going to happen. And if you really believed it was going to happen, you're stupid. Wishful thinking, and you were stupid. So for the left to keep saying, oh, uh, uh, the FBI didn't say The FBI wasn't going to file charges. No different then listen what we did if if you if you really i don't care to me terrorists suspected terrorists uh, uh get modi they're all scum they're all scum i don't care what we do to them 9 out of 10 times their families so, are, know what they did. They support them. I don't care if you stick a rocket up their asses. I don't care. That's the primal, primal talk from this extreme righty. But if you really go by uh, the law of the land, technically what we did, force-feeding detainees hummus, in their rectums, all the things that we did was against the law. They were war crimes. When we, when when we say, yeah, th- those are war crimes. Yep, yep. Well, guess what? Guess what? Somebody should have been prosecuted. But we didn't know that wasn't going to happen. 
that's not what was going to happen. No different than Hillary Clinton and what she did. It was wrong. It was illegal. The FBI was going to indict her. Just the FBI or the Justice Department, Eric Holder, wasn't going to indict anybody for force-feeding detainees hummus rectally, waterboarding. All of these things that everybody now goes, yeah, that's murder. can't do that. So we just did it. But, well, then, that was then. That's all right because we're not going to go after it. It's the same thing. Catches on to that as being some, oh, my God. I'm, this is just, please, stop. Please. Enough. Rather, it's April Ryan at the Urban National Network going, I just know. Oh, my God. Stop. Talking about having a private life and a public life, and what she says to one group is different than what she says to another group. I mean, you guys see why she doesn't want any, any of these transcripts released. And isn't it just beyond amusing? You got to admit, isn't it beyond amusing how the media constantly, Donald Trump, why don't you release your tax returns? Why don't you release your tax returns? You need to release your tax returns. We don't. We need to know what's in those tax returns. You could be uh, having mafia leaders uh, on your tax returns. You could have the, why we need the, but, but nobody's calling for Hillary Clinton's Speeches to be released. And when we got three pages of Trump's tax returns, we were told, see, now we really need to see what they're all about. We really need to see what is going on. We really, Well, now we just got a glimpse of Hillary's speeches where she's saying, hey, what I'm saying to all of you now isn't what I'm going to do when I govern. Well, if I'm telling you now that I would never take your guns, once I get in the White House, I'm on something different. I mean, if you want to attack Trump, go for it. I don't care. Well, let's break everything down. But you have to do the same for Hillary. And I know no one on the left will agree. And I get it. I get it. That's how our politics are now, which is fine with me. And if I just convince the rest of my party that this is how we have to be now, we have to be taking no prisoners, lock them up. And if they don't go along with us, we never give them our votes, and they will never, ever occupy the White House again. And we will start from scratch. We will create our own party. That and you laugh at that. Just remember, they want to say 60 million people that will vote for Trump are just voting for him because he has an R next to his name. Out of that 60 million, guarantee you, there's 10 million that are voting for him because he is Donald Trump. Because they do believe in what he stands for. He, they believe in 
apologies. They believe that our country is going in the wrong direction. And that $10 million is an extremely powerful voting block. You remember the Christian Coalition? Could very well be what prevents or gets a republic back in the White House or governorships. With more than 10 million people, our group will never get the White House. But without the rhinos, the canes, the Romneys will never get White House. So at some point, something's going to have to break. And I'll tell you, we have a better shot of picking people off from that side to create a new party than that side has from picking us off for them to win the White House. So just remember that. Just remember that. So when Hillary is talking about her speeches, and the media is not talking about it, and Trump brings it up, and Hillary says, well, that's an Abraham Lincoln movie. That's what I was referencing. Imagine. Well, I, you imagine Trump has said, some pretty kooky things in selection cycle. I admit it. I admit it. I 100% admit it. Every time he has said something that's kooky as kooky can be, he's been lit up for it. He's been lit up for it. He's been tortured for it. It's been a something you disagree with as far as a Muslim bank that I'm talking about when he said cookie stuff rather was oh my hands are big my my feet my peanut whatever Hillary Clinton talking about a Steven Spielberg movie was so above and beyond retarded and mainstream media forget mainstream media the media Pretended like it didn't happen. They're like, what? They're like, dude, did you guys not, you're not going to report on that? You're not going to be putting that on round-the-clock coverage? No. We don't know what you're talking about. We only know, we only know the NBC 11-point poll that shows Hillary crushing Trump. Really? You're not even going to just put that on a loop of her talking about a Steven Spielberg movie. We don't know what you're talking. You really are. Wow. Really? That was the most. If Trump talking about his hands and his feet, the most qualified, the most, the smartest man, all these things, that, that had to be the lowest point. Uh, on a different level 
where you have somebody that's just caught right, right, right on saying yes. All of you bankers, all of you people, I have a position, but when I talk the dummies, you know, the, the, the schmucks out here that push that time clock, I tell them something different because they're schmucks. And when you call her on that and she's like, ah, come on, talking about Abraham Lincoln, you know, Spielberg, to, for, for no one to go, wow. And it's like, hey, come on. And Trump called her out. Trump was like, really? You're you're comparing your really comparing this to Abraham Lincoln? I mean, he was clobbered. Clobbered. I mean, we know her resume. Man, she sat in the control room. She was part of getting Ben Laden. She's man, she's just the what healthcare rah, 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 just try, I mean everything that she's done, and here she is on the Abraham Lincoln movie what what did you just say and the, the media just today's top story Donald Trump Donald Trump down by 11 points destroyed I remember the, the the reviews the first three. Donald Trump incoherent. Donald Trump was there. Donald Trump was there. Donald Trump was on coke. Now, how many times did I tell you guys? And he did it last night. It is breeding patterns. That's how he. I mean, he's done it for a year and a half. Again, everything with Trump. Is just the 90th degree. He wasn't. And I'm going to say this again. And of course, if you're a liberal, then it, it doesn't matter what I say. He's stalking her. He's trying. He's a raper. He's, he's intimidating her. No. He's never done these debates before. And that one video that they constantly show where he's right behind her was right in the beginning. It was right in the beginning, and that person asked a question. And for someone who's never done this before, and they're getting all of this information from all of these handlers and debate prep and all these things, what he did was basically waiting in line. Because if you watch the debate, it was in the beginning— they're standing there. The person asks the question. They're on the first side. And Hillary walks over. And Trump walks over. And basically positions himself not to intimidate her. But to then talk to that Hillary's son. It was really just somebody who's an amateur at this whole process. Someone that doesn't really know 100% what they're doing yet.
It had nothing to do with, oh, Trump's intimidating her. He's doing this on purpose. He's purposely standing behind her. He's purpose. No. Somebody who just doesn't really have an idea on how these things work. Here's the question. Oh, okay, so then, I'll, uh, then I go, right? Then it's my turn. And when Hillary was done, Hillary got off and then Trump walked up, walked a couple feet up. Now, I don't know if somebody gave Trump a hand signal later and was like, dude, you you don't have to do that. He didn't do it to that degree of, okay, I'm going to stand right behind you, then you've done, and then you walk, then I go. It's like well, Trump does the whole finger thing, and he's like, yeah, yep. Yeah. He does that. A It's like, hey, 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 I gotta go, right? Yeah, okay, thank you. That was it. It was Trump threatening to lock his political opponent up. That's not not what he said. He said, I'm going to appoint a prosecutor to look into the matter. And then a few... Uh, things back and forth later, it was a comeback jail. That had nothing to do with, again, it's the media trying to figure out ways to take the focus off Hillary getting her ass handed to her. And again, that's what happened. She got her ass handed to her. When Trump said, how did you get rich? How did you make all this money? You know what? Actually, Hillary, why don't you put your own money into your campaign? Do you realize that that clip was not replayed anywhere? Listen, this is what I do. Okay, I'm not saying that I'm glued to television from morning until night before the show, but but rather I'm in the car or I'm working at my desk, I have CNN on. And I've told the story before. People go, Rob, why CNN? Because we know MSNBC. We know that their purpose is to shill for Democrats. We know that. And half, half of the MSNBC uh, uh, staff admit it. Rachel Maddow at least admits it. Rachel Maddow will say, I'm a liberal. I am a liberal. She makes no qualms about being a journalist. Or at least a journalist that uh, plays it right down the middle. She's a liberal. She says it. I'm a liberal. So I talk about CNN all the time because Hack Tapper and Wolf Blitzer and Dana Bash and Gloria Basher and Jeff Zemney, they all try to play 
Cooper, Lemon, they all try to play that they're not liberal. They try to play, we're not left, we're not right, we play it right down the middle, and that's BS. So nowhere, nowhere on CNN did I see them playing, they're still playing the audio and video from that Hollywood access, the access Hollywood uh, tape. They're still playing that. Anderson Cooper was two hours of torture, and he played that video five times. I counted. 